Hi, I'm Aaron Ashmore from Killjoys, and you're listening to TV Times 3. We sit glued to the TV set all night, and every night, why go into the outside world at all? It's such a fright, we got nothing better to do than watch TV. Hello and welcome to TV Times 3, episode 277. On this episode, we've got a news item, (laughs) and then we'll be previewing the 2015 summer TV schedule, followed by a very lengthy discussion of the spring finale of Young and Hungry, and the most recent Game of Thrones, plus a brief reality check and some TV recommendations at the end. You can find the full show notes with start times for each segment at tvtimes3.com, Slash 277. I'm Amory from MyTakeOnTV.com. I'm Jason the TV Holic from TVholic.com. And this week we have joining us Ivy from the Blockbuster Block Bluster podcast. Ah, uh, even what? you can't say it correctly. Even you uh. can't say it correctly. <laughs> no, and then the worst part is, is once I start saying it correctly, I start saying Block Bluster every time I mean Blockbuster, and it's it. a whole thing. It's My all co host. Welcome. Welcome, Ivy. Thank you. Well, I always type it wrong. And so, it's like, I, like I had the link correct in the post, I think, but I just blockbuster, or I did it the other way around. I can't remember, and something didn't work right. But, but yes, the Blockbluster podcast, which is a great name, but try and say it five times fast. <laughs> try to say it one time you slow, and I still can't get it. That's right. Slowly. Our news item: Netflix has renewed Grace and Frankie for a second season. I have watched. Four episodes, and I didn't dislike it. I just have not had the chance to go back and watch more yet um, because of all my travel that I've been doing. I've been traveling nonstop, and you know you can get to Netflix from wherever you're at, right? No, I know. This it goes I know. with you. <laughs> but I actually wasn't like stationary for long enough to watch a lot of TV. I mean, we did go to the movies, but I wasn't going to take my <laughs> this movie sucks. I'm going to check out some TV. <laughs> I should have for the movie Aloha taken my iPad. Oh, don't tell me that. Don't tell me that. Spoiler alert. It's a terrible movie. Anyway. I haven't you know seen I a good review of it, but. I saw Pitch Perfect 2 as well, and that was really cute. But I saw bad reviews of that, so I don't really know. Maybe my, my movie judgment is just way off. It's not. Parentheses. There's it. There's it. That's our- yeah, I haven't watched yet. Have you know? It's one of those haven't gotten a chance to even check out an episode yet netflix goes anywhere you want it to it does but uh, the weird thing is is that when the regular tv season came to an end it's like even though i had like a backlog of things to watch and things i wanted to go check out i've almost just like stopped watching tv for like a little while uh, except for the last week for uh, watching any screeners that i had access to to be able to do what comes up next and talk about the summer TV preview. I have not watched a single screener, so I'm going to be of great help. I am kind of in the same boat as Amory. So there you have it. <laughs> well, okay. You're killing this. I will row the boat. <laughs> and you too. And can we say, yes, I'm interested. No, along. I'm not interested. You can both be Ray on this podcast and have not. <laughs> I don't watch it. Have, I don't watch it. I've not seen anything. I don't watch it. All right. So, yeah, the summer TV preview uh, for the summer of 2015. As with the, the last few summers, there's a bunch of there's a bunch of things returning and uh, also a bunch of new stuff uh, premiering. Yes. You know, still not as much as you would uh, find during the regular TV season, but still quite a bit. 
And uh, we'll start out with uh, Sundays on the network side, uh, which ABC will have uh, BattleBots starting up on the 21st of June, and that'll be followed by Celebrity Family Feud, and then uh, a rerun of some ABC drama. Uh, CBS will have Big Brother starting up on the 28th of June, followed by repeats, probably The Good Wife and Madam Secretary. Uh, Fox will have repeats of Simpsons, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, and Family Guy, and then that'll be followed by Golan the Insatiable, which just started up on uh, the 31st of May. NBC will have uh, Welcome to Sweden uh, played on Sunday nights as of the 19th of July, and right now uh, they're still finishing out their run of 80, The Bible Continues in American Odyssey. Which surprises me. (laughs) What else are you going to do? I guess. (laughs) But uh, PBS... We'll have Last Tango in Halifax uh, returning on June 28th, a new show Poldark on the 21st, and that'll be followed by a new show The Crimson Field also on the 21st, and then late in the summer, August, the second season of Vicious returns on the 23rd of August. And then over on the cable side of things, AMC has new show Humans premiering on the 28th, Yes, there's a lot of stuff coming on my birthday. Uh, oh. And then that'll be followed by Halt and Catch Fire, which just started back on the 31st of May. Uh, Food Network, I'll have the next version of Food Network Star starting up on June 7th. Uh, True Detective on HBO starts up on the 21st. And that'll be followed by new shows Ballers and The Brink. Uh, Showtime has Ray Donovan and Masters of Sex returning on July 12th. TNT has The Last Ship and the final season of Falling Skies. Uh, Returning The Last Ship on the 21st, I I believe it'll have a two-hour premiere, and then Falling Skies will premiere the next week on the 28th. And then WGN America will continue to play episodes of Salem well into the summer. And then also uh, Spike TV has a... Well, they're calling it a limited event series because that's what you call a miniseries now (laughs) called Tut. And uh, it's about King Tut starts on the 21st. It'll play over the 21st, 22nd and 23rd. It's uh, six hours over three nights. And uh, that's what's coming on Sunday of any of that, mostly on the cable side. (laughs) Any of those you're looking forward to or you'll be watching there, Amory? Well, to be honest, I lost me. You lost me about two shows in, but <laughs> I'm going to be watching Food Network Star. I'm going to be watching Falling Skies. Yeah, yeah. Because I cannot wait to see how it ends. Uh, Masters of Sex. Welcome to Sweden. And there's one more that I didn't see. Oh, Humans I want to check out on AMC. Remind me what Humans is about. I don't know, William Hurt. It's about robots. (laughs) Sweet. (laughs) Yeah, it's about robots. That's all I really know. But AMC really hasn't ever steered me wrong, so. Yeah, the the little bit I've seen of it, I mean, I guess it's sort of, uh, it's human, it's robots trying to be humans type of thing. Yeah. I don't know. Could be interesting. Mm. Well, William Hurt. Right. That's partly why I'm in. I guess, I mean, I know American Odyssey is on its way out, but I guess I'm probably the only person here still watching that. <laughs> You're riding that one to yeah, the finish. Yeah, that's why it's on its way out. I didn't, I don't, 
I just didn't get like I watched the first episode, but then I went I traveled and like seven episodes or whatever recorded, maybe like four episodes. But it was one of those things where it was like delete for new shows. Mm-hmm. And so I just never went back. I'm sure I could go get caught up on it if I really wanted to. But yeah, I uh, well, Allison Mack shows up, I think, either last episode or the episode before. And I'm really happy to see her back on television after a break. But um I mean, that's not enough, not enough to keep to get somebody into it. I get that. But I've I've enjoyed it kind of from day one. It was never really what I hoped it would be. The mm-hmm. script was I mean, even reading the script, you know, a year ago or a year and a half ago, whenever it was, it was I, there was no doubt in my mind that NBC was never going to be successful with it. But I've enjoyed it. Well, that's good. I um I mostly as as far as the cable side goes I think I'm in line with with a lot of what you're doing obviously Food Network stars not on my list, um, but I'm not going to watch the winner show. We already talked like we always talk about this. I will watch Food Network star, but I'm not going to watch whoever wins because the shows are never any good. <laughs> I'm looking forward to see what True Detective looks like this second season. Oh, I may sample it. I didn't watch the first season. Oh, the first season was really good. Um, That's what I hear, but. I get the people that didn't like it and I get the people that didn't like the ending because it certainly made you feel like there was a lot more mythology than there actually was to it. But there were some there's some very cool things that happened in that first season. I I really don't know if I'm going to keep up with Last Ship. That's kind of my biggest question of all of the stuff that I that that's there from last year that I'm I'm following with cuz I got to tell you, uh now that I've now that I've spent some time with Eric Dane, I'm I'm really just turned off by the guy and it really yeah. impacted my impacted my viewing of the show in the second half of the season last year. So I don't I know, agree. we'll see. So you're uh your your Comic Con experience downed you on the. Uh... I, I tell you, the the sit down with Eric Dane was the low point of not maybe not even just this past Comic Con, but it might be the low point of my experience in San Diego in general. It was it was just that, you know. It's we've we've talked about some of these folks before that really kind of don't get what they're doing there, yeah. and and have contempt for having to be there in the first place. Um, and that this was definitely one of those experiences and it really was just like, okay, you don't get it. That's fine. Don't show up next year. You know, yeah, exactly. The rest of the cast did. And even Rona Mitra, who's not always been a hundred percent behind Comic-Con and other things I've talked to her at was, was engaging and putting up with obnoxious people at her table. Exactly. So yeah, we'll see. <laughs> Yeah, yes. overall the table wasn't so great. Um, for other me, than me and you, yeah. For for me and me and are we and Amory? That's right, you were with us at that table. Jerks. Sorry. Anyway, well, there was there was uh, well, there was really only one person bringing that table down. The rest of the table was quite was quite yeah. was quite good. Well, him and Eric didn't. Yeah. <laughs> if they could have just went off and. Took selfies and signed autographs together or something. That would have been. Oh, all right. So for me, I'm going to check out humans. That sounds so weird, but yeah, you are. <laughs> I'm going to. I don't know. May watch Food Network star. Looking forward to True Detective. I really like the cast that they've assembled and you know the little teaser trailer and stuff that they've put. Nothing's. They haven't shown or done anything that made me not interested in the in seeing what they do for a second season, and mm-hmm. then uh, probably watch the last ship, 
and uh, definitely be watching Falling Skies. I love Falling Skies, you guys. And I'm interested in checking out Ballers. It's basically I'll watch like, it. you know, it's sort of Entourage meets. I just realized I know what I'm gonna. I know what I'm gonna uh, recommend. Yay. <laughs> Anyway, it sort of it sort of looks entourage like in but in the sports world, uh, you know, with the Dwayne Johnson playing a an agent. I don't know. Could be fun. Mm. Could be interesting. Is it bad that I'm really excited that Falling Skies has ended? But for all of the good reasons, like I really like you said earlier, Amory, I really am looking forward to seeing how that story comes to a close. Yes. Yes. Very much so on a this is your final season. (laughs) It's time to wrap it up uh, as opposed to, oh, season five didn't really do the ratings we wanted. So that's going to be the end. And everybody's yeah. like, but See wait, you. what? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> With that ending, you're going to. So, yeah, it's it's been on long enough. And, you know, that uh, definitely glad that it's getting uh, a proper ending. So that that should be good. Huzzah. All right. We'll move on to Mondays. ABC has The Bachelorette, which just started back in May, and then later in the summer, Bachelor in Paradise uh, will replace it. And right now, as of tonight, as of we're recording this on June 1st, The Whispers premieres, and then CBS will have uh, Two Broke Girls and Mike and Molly and Scorpion and NCIS Los Angeles reruns. Uh, the CW will have Penn and Teller Fool Us starting on uh, Monday nights as of July 6th. And that'll be followed by Whose Line Is It Anyway uh, episodes as of July 6th. And as of the 29th, Kyle's favorite show will be moving to the Mondays, <laughs> the Cedric's Barber Battle. Is he a big fan? <laughs> yes, and just a huge fan, Emery. And then, <laughs> anyway. uh, and then later... <laughs> A significant mother will take that spot as of August 3rd. Uh, Fox has So You Think You Could Dance premiering tonight. And NBC has American Ninja Warrior, which started up uh, along with The Island. Uh, with uh, I think that's another Bear Grylls show, isn't it? It's, it's Bear Grylls all the time at 10 o'clock over the summer I don't on know. NBC. And then over on the cable side, uh, ABC Family has The Fosters. Starting up on June 8th, and that'll be followed by Becoming Us, also on the 8th, and then later in the summer, well, towards the end of the summer, starting into the fall, uh, Switched at Birth will take over uh, for The Fosters on August 24th, and Chasing Life will take over for Becoming Us on August 17th. Uh, AMC has uh, Making of the Mob New York starting up on June 15th. Lifetime has the third season of Devious Maids, followed by new show Unreal, premiering tonight, June 1st. MTV has Teen Wolf returning on June 29th. And TNT has Major Crimes, followed by Murder in the First, returning on June 8th. How about you, Ivy? We'll start with you this time. What on Mondays are you, uh, anything on Mondays you'll be checking out? Well, I'm checking out The Whispers tonight and because I've not seen that yet, even though, you know, ABC's had that screener up since so long I've actually had access to ABC. 
uh, but I never watched it, so I'll be watching it live tonight. Um, but other than that, the only thing I'm going to be watching on Mondays all summer long um, doesn't even come back until August, and that's switched at birth. So apparently this this is when I'll be catching watching Breaking Bad. Monday nights is when I'll be watching three episodes of Breaking Bad. It's when you'll be playing catch up or yeah. with something else. How about you, Amory? I actually will be watching a lot on Monday nights. I will be watching. So you think you can dance? Devious Maids. Unreal. I've set the recording for the whispers. I wasn't hugely sold on the pilot, but I always give something a second episode unless it's horrible like dads. Remember dads? I'll watch The Fosters. I'll watch Major Crimes. I'll watch Murder in the First. Uh, I will watch... I'm just going through the list here. Uh, I will watch Awkward when it comes back because its final season is ending. That's it. I mean, that's a lot. But that's it. I just really like The Fosters and I want to know if Jesus dies, which I kind of feel like he's going to because the characters leave, the guy's leaving the show, but... I feel like they could injure him and be like, he's got to go to, I don't know, some hospital somewhere. Anyway, that's my take. <laughs> uh, for me, uh, I'll be watching Switched at Birth and Chasing Life when those return on ABC Family later in the summer. I'll be watching Devious Maids and Unreal. Man, I love Devious Maids. Uh, Devious Maids, is, it's, it's really fun. I love uh, that show. I think they do a really good job, especially in a 13-episode format. Mm-hmm. It was one of the problems of something like Desperate Housewives was trying to create some new mystery every year that had to play out over 22 or 24 yeah. episodes or something. Mm-hmm. And it, it really got tedious. And here it it, ha- it has a much quicker pace. And, and so it really works pretty well. And then Unreal is unbelievably good. Like, it's so good. It is. Which Which one's Unreal? Uh, Sherry Appleby and Constance Zimmer is the behind the scenes of a of a bachelor like reality dating show. Oh, see, I like the cast, but I I dislike you know me. I dislike reality so much that even scripted dramas about reality does yeah. not sound good. Does that to mean me. you've never seen the classic movie? I want to marry Ryan Banks. I've not seen the classic movie. <laughs> so good, Jason mm. Priestley. Oh my god, I was in the same place, Ivy. But I watched the first episode, and the next two were available, and I watched them right, right in succession. The cast is great, and it's sort of a, I call it a brutal look behind the scenes. Yeah, it gets dark. <laughs> it's super dark. The way they manipulate the cast within the, sh- you know, the cast of the show within the show uh, to try and create quote unquote good TV is really wicked, and it's. <laughs> It is quite something. I was very surprised, you know, not that I like something on Lifetime TV, but something that, you know, like you said, takes place around The Bachelor or something like that, that, that you know, I've, I've, I can't say that I've watched more than maybe 15 minutes total over the course of its run. And that's if you add up the commercials I've seen for it. You know? <laughs> <laughs> you know? Well, the the last time you either talked me into watching something or talked me into sticking with something, it was hindsight. Last time I was on the show, and uh-huh. so that was a good recommendation. So I will watch Unreal tonight. How's nice. that? I, I think well done. I think it's definitely worth checking out. The first episode, I was yeah, for I, sure. I was highly surprised because it's because it's it, not what I was expecting. Well, also I think the ads have sort of played it up like it's sort of fun loving. Yeah, and, like more. Yeah, there's funny stuff in it, but it's way more drama and the comedy is dark 
know, and after watching it, it made you go, how much of what they're portraying here is some things that really go on in these right. types of shows? Because you know that the shows are fake, but when I think of these types of reality shows, I think of that they sort of set something up and then they record something and then they sort of go back and they figure out what the story is going to be. Mm-hmm. This is all about them manipulating it from minute to minute to get the story they want. Like going into the creating of the show of the cast of women on the this bachelor type show called Everlasting, they have they've already picked out who the villain <laughs> and, huh. you know, and stuff like that is. And so it it really makes you wonder about how wicked maybe it is behind the scenes of some of these shows, but yeah, very surprised by that one. And but then on the other hand, uh, there was nothing surprising about the whispers. <laughs> there it was, you know, it's supposed to be creepy and you know a creepy thriller, and it's got you know creepy kids, you know, listening to their quote unquote imaginary friends, and uh, you know what's what's going on, and and it's all built to you know give you these multiple twists at the end of the first episode, and not a one did you not see coming. <laughs> this is true. Ten minutes in the episode, you already know pretty much what what's coming by the end of this episode and then as they set the things up you know with you know where something's happening and it takes somebody's focus off of what they're looking at and then you know exactly what's going to be there when they look back just based on having seen a tv Watch show television. Before, <laughs> yeah. you know? and the problem is is it's not good enough to me or compelling enough to overcome that predictability, you know, normally I give things more episodes, but there's just, uh, I don't know. I just, I was like, yeah, no. Well, Amory, you mentioned awkward before. So I guess if it goes, if our calendar goes out that far, cause faking it comes back the same night on yeah, TV, August 31st. And so I'm, yeah. So I can add faking it to the list. Cause I, I fell in love with that show last year. Oh, I can't stand that show. Oh, anything with Bailey Buntane or whatever her married name is, I'm in because she is just phenomenal. That Liam kid with his freaking bad accent. (laughs) It's so bad. Anyway. All right. And then I'll I'll also be watching Teen Wolf and uh, Major Crimes just because I've I still like that cast and what they do Uh and the way that they tell the those crimes. uh, I don't think I don't think I made it past the third episode of major crimes i'm jealous I, I wish i could have liked it but it didn't happen for me yeah i think it well i think it took a little while to sort of gel into what the new st- sort of structure was mm-hmm. and you know once it once it got into the season it still you know it wasn't it you know it wasn't exactly the same but they still tell interesting stories and they bring on interesting guest casts to play you know the murder of the week or whatever right. and and then, you know, the rest of the cast is still there and, and I like their interactions and all the stuff they they tend to get into. Mm-hmm. So I, I've I've continued to enjoy it. But I there was there was a decent transition period in the in the first season. Yes. Okay, right. Tuesdays. Okay. ABC will have something leading off tonight. I have no idea what uh as of now, but it, It'll be followed by Extreme Weight Loss, which started up on the 26th of May. Uh, CBS will have NCIS reruns, and that'll be followed by Zoo, starting up on the 30th of June, and that'll be followed by 
reruns of NCIS New Orleans. The CW will have uh, the Flash reruns. And uh, I think, from what I understand, I think they're like rerunning the whole first season over the the course of the summer. So last week they reran the pilot, and I think they're going to be double pumping them the rest of the summer. Two episodes. Uh, I'm not positive on that, but that's the only way they could play the whole thing <laughs> over the summer. Mm. Uh, Fox has uh, "Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grader?" has returned. Nope. Are you answering the question, or are you saying you're not watching that? Uh, no <laughs> <Both>? comment. <laughs> I have no comment. Uh, NBC has uh, America's Got Talent, which started on the 26th, and that's followed by I Can Do That, also started on the 26th of May. And then later in July, Hollywood Game Night will take that spot on July 7th. And then over on the cable side of things, ABC Family has Pretty Little Liars, uh, starting up, well, tomorrow night, June 2nd, and that'll be followed by a new show, Stitchers, on June 2nd. And then later on in August, they'll have uh, Startup You starting up on the 18th of August, and that'll be followed by Next Step Reality NYC on August 11th. Uh, FX has the second season of Tyrant returning on June 16th. MTV has Scream starting up on June 30th. A new series. Uh, Own has the haves and the have-nots returning on June 30th as well. TBS has Clipped. New show starting on June 16th, which you can instantly clip from your viewing schedule. Uh, TNT has Rizzoli and Isles, followed by new show Proof, both premiering on June 16th. And then they have a new show called Public Morals starting on August 25th. And then USA Network has Royal Pains uh, returning on June 2nd. And then later in the summer, Playing House returns in that spot on August 4th for what is likely its last season. Because they only do two seasons and then cancel everything on USA because they're not doing comedies anymore. Yeah, they're a bunch of jerks. Tuesday. I will check out Stitchers. I will watch Rizzoli and Isles. I will watch Proof. I will watch... Okay, the promos for Zoo make it seem like this cheesy, cheesy, terrible show. And I bet it's going to be. And James Wolk needs a better agent. Yeah, it really should be playing with Under the Dome. <laughs> yes. I'll watch Scream. because, Well, I'm sure it's going to be terrible, but... I'll check it out because I love screen movies. And I know it's not going to be anything like the movie and there's not even the, the ghost mask in it, but whatever. I'll still watch at least one episode. Hollywood Game Night, I will for sure watch because I love that show. Playing House, I will for sure, for sure, for sure watch because it's the best show ever. And then what is Public Morals? Because I think I'm going to watch it, but... <laughs> You're not sure? I don't 100% remember what it is. Looking it up. I'm looking it up because nobody has an answer. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't recognize I was looking any single person in the show. I paid more attention to things that I actually had access to screeners that were starting you know, earlier. Oh, it's Edward Burns. Well, Ed Burns. Yeah, yeah, Ed Burns. But it's also, isn't it, it's like, uh, it's like set in the 60s, New York. Yeah. 
Set in the early 1960s in New York City's Public Morals Division, where cops where walk, cops the, walk line the line between, between morality, morality and criminality, <laughs> as the temptations that come from dealing with all kinds of vices can get the better of them. Well, there you go. Though it's misspelled on here. It says all kinds of vice. Well, vices. Um, vice is plural. Vice is plural? Is, can it be? I'm Googling that now because I, I don't have an answer. Well, while you're Googling, I will jump in and say, I too, I'm kind of interested in, in Stitchers. I didn't think I would be, but as time has moved on, I think I, I've gotten – But I, and I too kind of am looking forward to Scream. I, I've, I like what MTV has been doing. Even some of their – they did that, that creepy promo that had all of their mm-hmm. – uh, like all of the stars from their other shows like dead in a room that I thought like that was just such a neat idea. Yeah. Um, you know, dead people are a neat idea apparently now. Um, yep. So, so I, I will give that a shot as well. And then proof because I like Beals and I will, I will follow her wherever she goes. It looks That's like vice is singular and vices is plural. Huh. And if you want to translate it to Spanish, because I can give you that option on Google. It is visa. But I mean, it could say, it says all <laughs> kinds of vice. So vice could be like all kinds of stuff. Don't mean well, plural, I, you know. I feel like it's missed. We're just right now we're deciding whether IMDb spell checked or not. This is how bad we're not looking forward to third Tuesday night. Yeah, Tuesday is going to be a little light. Yeah, no, Tuesday I'm probably going to check out Zoo just because it's a new show. And I, I don't know. I, I check out everything, mm-hmm. <laughs> at least the first episode. Uh, so we'll probably check that out uh since uh, CBS doesn't have any screeners for that one available yet. I think it does. Not that I, I think online it. they do. Nope. Oh. Oh, they have okay. <laughs> they have all their fall stuff, but not their summer shows. Ooh, they have all their fall stuff now. Okay. <laughs> what are we Check. talking about? Including Zoom. Supergirl. Oh. Yeah. Well, yeah, because the whole world got Supergirl. They had <laughs> yeah. to release it. See, as far Including as Zoom Supergirl, goes... Limitless, Rush Hour, they're all out there. Uh, oh, well. But I... Talk about stuff that nobody listening to this. <laughs> as far okay. as Zoo goes, I can only watch. Everybody can watch Supergirl. You guys can all find Supergirl. <laughs> anyway, as far as Zoo goes, I can only watch one Under the Dome style show, like stupid <laughs> show, a uh, summer. And you're and you're already watching one. You're already I'm, watching. Yeah, I'm already watching Under the Dome. So, <laughs> oh, James Wolk, I just need him to make better decisions. How hard is that? Make better decisions. Well, no, I will last say it wasn't bad. It just sadly got. Well, he canceled. was great on Mad Men, and then USA canceled his miniseries, and then I didn't think the miniseries that was Political Animals. Mm-hmm. I recognize that other people liked it, but I thought it was one of the biggest disappointments of that year. Uh, you're <laughs> completely missing the show. What show was James Wolk on? Crazy ones. Crazy ones, yeah. Oh, I liked that enough. I didn't. I'm not a sitcom guy. But anyway, for me, it's all about Playing House because Playing House is the best. <laughs> I think I'm going to try I'm that. I'm going to clip that like, out don't. and just <laughs> – that, that'll be a perfect – that'll be a perfect clip. What? Just Amory talking about, I like Playing House. <laughs> <laughs> well, you do what you got to do. It's better than playing doctor, I guess. Uh, I don't know about that. Um, They're pretty much the same, but anyways. <laughs> but anyway, ABC Family. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be watching Pretty Little Liars because I've watched it this long. I you can't give up on it. Got to watch it till the end. Now I can't quit you. Yeah. Uh, I'll probably watch Stitchers. It was all right. 
seen you know I've seen the first two. Uh, I do like uh, Allison Scagliotti from Warehouse 13 and uh, Sally yeah, Richardson from Eureka mm-hmm. being on the show. You know, it's it's kind of a to me it, it's a similar way to get at, or I I say it's a more sci-fi tech way to get at a something similar to iZombie, where you're trying to where you're getting clues from somebody who's dead as to how to solve right, what right. actually happened to him. Except this way, they're basically computer jacking into the dead person's brain. As one does. Uh, to be able to uh, see those, you know, see some of those memories. So could be interesting. It was, it was all right. Uh, we'll check out Scream, even though I'm not like a big, like horror fan or whatever, but uh, is if they still, if they go a little bit for the humorous side of, uh, and from the trailers for it, you know, where they have the the character talking about, you can't do a horror show, you know, a horror series, you know, something horror as a TV series, blah, blah, blah. Uh, that same sort of inside referential that the movie sort of had. It could be interesting. I don't know. May watch Rizzoli and Isles because it's on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, watch the first episode of Proof and it's good. I mean... The cast is great. You know, it's well produced. It doesn't come off as cheesy as you might think it could for a show that's trying to look at the proof of what happens after you die. But it just not for me. As I, as I said on Twitter, if uh, if you're if if you miss a gifted man, uh, then uh, this might be the show for you because it has that same you know similar feel to it. Uh, and then I'll be watching Royal Pains and definitely uh, playing House. And then the the other one was Clipped. It's the new comedy about the barbershop in oh, Boston. Oh, when does that start? Starts on the sixteenth. It is bad. I mean, the, the commercials <laughs> is, alone look terrible. It is. Oh, it's bad. I mean, from the very opening scene, you're just like, ugh. And yeah, it just won't be. Uh, won't be watching that one. I did, it wasn't even on my radar. Though I should point out that I am watching MasterChef on Monday nights and I didn't mention it. Fired. Anyway, that's Tuesday. All right. On to Wednesday. Uh, Wednesdays, uh, ABC will be rerunning their comedy lineup. Uh, the Middle, Goldberg's, Modern Family, and Blackish. And that'll be followed by Wife Swap, which started back in May. CBS will have uh, The Briefcase. Uh, for a few weeks here, or and then Big Brother will take over that spot on June 24th. That'll be followed by uh, Criminal Minds reruns, and then Extant will return as of July 1st. Uh, the CW... Talk about shows that didn't need to come back. <laughs> the CW have America's Next Top Model starting up August 5th, Woo! and uh, followed by a new show, A Wicked Offer, also on the same night. Uh, Fox has So You Think You Could Dance, the Wednesday night version of it, starting up on... I must have typed in the wrong uh, wrong date. So, yeah, so it'll start the third. Of, oh, uh, okay. It's okay, because on, on Mondays, it's So You Think You Could Dane. Is that what it what? Oh, I must have an early version of, of, oh, yeah, it is. of Jason's schedule. So You Think You Could Dane. <laughs> <laughs> totally can. <laughs> oh, my God. You can Dane. You can Dane if you want to. <laughs> although if you, although if you Eric Dane, Ivy's not going to like you. <laughs> exactly. 
If you can't, Dane, then you're no friend of mine. <laughs> That's right. Uh, and then uh, uh, NBC will have America's Got Talent as of uh, July 1st on uh, Wednesday nights. And later in the summer, uh, new comedies, Mr. Robinson and uh, The Carmichael Show starting up on August 5th. And uh, they will be closing out the night with Last Comic Standing as of July 22nd. And then over on the cable side of things, ABC Family ha- will have uh, the return of Melissa and Joey, followed by Ooh. Baby Daddy on the 3rd of June. And then Young and Hungry will return and be followed by a new show, Kevin from Work, on August 12th. And that'll be followed by a new show, Job or No Job, on the 5th of August. Uh, Comedy Central has uh, Key and Peel returning on July 8th. TV Land has the new show Impastor uh, starting up on July 15th. And USA Network has the return of Suits followed by a new show Mr. Robot starting up on the 24th of June. So how about any of those? Any of those? Uh... Can we reiterate what Emery said earlier that X, if there's – I don't – I mean CBS, just why? Did yeah. did somebody watch Extant other than Halle Berry. you know Halle Berry's mom to just to make sure to see how her daughter was doing? I don't know. It was bad. Apparently, they've completely changed like what the show is from. <laughs> well, Jeffrey Dean Morgan's in it now, right? So that could change some things. Yeah, I mean, but is it the same know. writing team? It's not going to make me same? watch it. But yeah, it really should be Zoo Extant or Zoo. Under the dome, or <laughs> they should all be on one under- night. Just get it over with. It's never gonna happen. Uh, um, but Ivy, what do you watch on Wednesdays? Um, USA, and that's it. I don't even know Suits what's on. and Mr. Robot. I will watch ABC Family because of I got to support my cousin in his final series, final season of Melissa and Joey. What else? What else? Baby Daddy, obviously. I already forget what's on. I will check out Mr. Robot. I haven't watched it yet, but people seem to really like it. So that's good news. And then, I mean, for them. And and then, sorry, I'm just rambling at this point, but <laughs> and that's I'm, different so than before, behind, how? I'm so far behind in suits that there's just no chance I'm getting caught up to care. I will be watching. Yes, Sometimes suits watch is TV definitely appeal. one if I, if I catch up with. I am behind on that one. I will be watching America's Next Top Model because, of course, I will. Duh. Young Hungry, <laughs> Kevin from work. I'll probably check out Mr. Robinson and the Carmichael Show because there are new comedies on NBC, and we all know how go- well that goes for them. I don't know. the the. Uh, I mean, all they have out for those are trailers, and the, the trailers looked okay. The, the Carmichael Show looked better than uh, Mr. Robinson, uh, sort of, but the thing, well, I Mr. Think, Robinson has just been wallowing in like, yeah. perpetu- perpetu- whatever. Uh, but the thing, uh, I liked about it mostly is that, uh, Spencer Grammer and Amber West will be in two different TV shows on the same night. Oh, <laughs> uh, Amber Weston reuniting the Greek sisters. Wait, I'm sorry. What? Sp- Which Spencer one is Grammer's Spencer coming Grammer back? On? Which one is Amber West on? Amber West is the, like the female lead on the Carmichael show. And okay. I think Spencer Grammer is like another teacher or faculty member or something like that at the school. Oh, that, she needs to be doing comedy. She shouldn't be doing drama. I'm glad she's doing comedy. That uh, Mr. Robinson ends up uh, teaching music at. Oh. I still can't watch a Craig Robinson show. They both have really good, like, casts. Like you know, with like a... Just not my, not my funny. 
You know, just not Got my it. funny. But you know, Mr. Robinson also has Perry Gilpin from Frasier and Carmichael Show had uh, you know Loretta Devine and. Well, that's not a selling piece for me. I don't like her. But I mean, there's there's some well known mm-hmm. quantities in both of these shows that I, I hadn't really even heard of till I saw they were going to be on and and went to look for for more. Uh, but besides, you know, we'll probably check those out. Nothing on the the network side. Yeah, I watched the first episode of Extant, and that's that's the extent of what of, of that show for me. And uh, but I'll be I'll be watching Melissa and Joey and Baby Daddy, and then Young and Hungry when it returns, and probably and we'll check out Kevin from work since it'll be following Young and Hungry. Right. May check out Impastor. Oh yeah, I might do that too because I really like Michael, whatever his yeah, name yeah, is. Michael Rosenbaum. Sarah Rue's in that too, and I really like her. Yeah. Uh, oh wow. Yeah, Sarah Rue is in it, and also, um, why am I blanking on her name? But she was in. Uh, because you like, always blank on her name. I know. I always. Girl? She is. You who was in that blank. one thing? No, she was in. She was in. She's in. She was in episodes, and she was also uh, uh, Tansy on Heart of Dixie. Or C. M. Monroe. Yeah, she's she's in it. Uh, so, you know, uh, the Should cast be good. good. So it's kind of like a lucky hearted, uh, what's that show on Cinemax? Banshee. Yeah. Like he comes down and becomes <laughs> the, uh, yeah. So that should be interesting. I love Banshee. If I ever catch up with suits, I will watch yeah. suits, but I'll never get caught up cause I just don't care. But, uh, def- oh, I love uh suits. but I'll be checking out uh, Mr. Robot. Did either of you watch it? No. No, I'm planning. It was one of the things I was planning on doing tonight until you told me that CBS is out there, so I can watch um, Code Black. I want to watch Angel from Hell, which I will probably do because I really want Kyle Bornheimer to succeed in something. You guys, <laughs> just looks, want I, him to succeed. I thought it was. I thought the the seven the minutes looks funny. funny. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, maybe as not the lead, maybe that'll be what. Uh, maybe that'll uh. be what works for him. The only time we've gotten excited as we've gone down these lists is if we're talking about something else that's not in these lists. It's 100%. <laughs> I like Mr. Robot. Uh, it's, you know, it, it's, it kind of moves a little bit slowly, but also it's also done in such a way where you're not quite sure, similar to like the character, like <laughs> of what you just saw of what's real and what's not. So I'm interested to see more episodes to see like how, like mm-hmm. what, what the ongoing show is, but uh, from the first episode it, it looked pretty good and you know the cast was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Oh. So you know I think that one's. Uh... Is Christian Slater in this one? Yes, that's the one with Christian yeah. Slater. Okay, yeah. I like Christian Slater a lot. All right, we'll move on to uh, Thursdays. Decent amount of stuff here on uh, Thursdays. Uh, ABC has a new show, The Astronaut Wives Club, starting up on June 18th. That'll Finally. be followed by the return of uh, of Mistresses, also on the 18th, and the latest season of Rookie Blue, also on the 18th of June. CBS will have a Big Bang and Odd Couple reruns, followed by Big Brother, starting up on the 25th of June. And that'll be followed by the return of Under the Dome, Yes! On the 25th of June as And the well. world rejoiced! <laughs> uh, the CW, speaking of things to rejoice about, the CW has uh, the return of Beauty and the Beast as of June 11th. And that'll be followed by a new show, Dates, uh, later in the, 
in July, July 9th. Uh, Fox has a new show. Boom! Wow. You really nailed the... It had an exclamation point, so I had to do it. I'm scared. <laughs> Onomatopoeia of it all. As of June 25th, and that'll be followed by Wayward Pines, which is already three episodes in, which started back in May. Uh, NBC has Food Fighters on July 2nd, and that'll be followed by Aquarius, which started up already, or... If you could do like my dad did and watch the whole thing <laughs> <laughs> over the the over the weekend, uh, and then that'll be followed by Hannibal starting up this Thursday, uh, June fourth. Over on cable, FX has new show Sex and Drugs and Rock and Roll starting Ooh. up on July sixteenth, and that'll be followed by the return of Married also on the sixteenth. Uh, Sundance has the return of Rectify on July 9th. Sci-Fi has the return of Dominion on the 9th as well of July. Uh, USA Network has new show Complications starting up on the 18th of June, and that'll be followed by the return of Graceland for its third season on June 25th. Oh my gosh, you guys, do you think they killed their lead? I have no idea. I haven't watched... But half of the second season. I was being sarcastic. There's no way they did. Um, <laughs> Thursday. It totes could happen. Yeah. But then they'd be like, it was a fake. We faked you out for one episode like we always do on USA shows. Um, I'll be watching Astronaut Wives Club and Mistresses. And I will check out Complications because I really love me some Jason O'Mara. I don't watch Graceland. My brother's obsessed with it, but I don't watch it. And I have no idea what Dominion is. Uh, I'll be watching Sex and Drugs and Rock and Roll because love me some Dennis Leary. Married, I'll check back into. I hated season one, but maybe I'll like something different in season two. And then Geeks Who Drink actually starts on the 16th of July. And that's not really like a primetime show. But it's that Zach Levi hosted show. And he's such a... I don't even know how to explain my feelings on Zach Levi, but I am going to watch the show to see what it's like. Fill I'm in looking the blank. forward to that one. I'm looking forward to Geeks Who Drink. Um, fill in the blank with so many, so many words. Not a busy night for me. I mean, there's stuff on and I'll watch a lot of it, but nothing really like I'm not going to watch Big Brother and I'm not going to watch Under the Dome and I'm not going to watch Boom or whatever it is. I don't even know what Boom is. So besides Under the Dome, Ivy, anything else yeah, what are you that you're going to be watching? So I'm going to be watching Under the Dome um, and Under uh-huh. the Dome. And you're going to love it. And, no, I'm really not. I hated the last well, season, but it's... My was by Matt Nix. Anyway, sorry. Um, so Astronaut Wives Club is something I've been looking forward to for a really long time. I'm glad ABC's finally putting it on the air. Mm-hmm. Um, I've, I'm a big fan of Rookie Blue. I will watch that as long as it's on kind of thing. I'm looking forward to Aquarius. I've got it taped. I'm going to watch it, and I'm I'm behind just because I was busy last week, but it's something I'm going to watch live every week. I'm kind of doing that. I know that it's out there. I know I can watch all of it. I know I could have seen screeners, but I really just want to watch that with regular audiences just to see how the buzz works because I have a feeling that's going to be really good. Um, Over on cable – Graceland, I'm going to watch. Complications, I'm going to try out. Dominion is the is the sci-fi show about is that Chris Egan. Yeah, okay. and Roxanne McKee and um, Alan Dale and Anthony Stewart Head. 
Um, and I really enjoyed the first season. And that was also a very fun cast to be around at Comic-Con last year. So I'm looking forward to that show's second season. Anthony Stewart head, brother to Murray. My favorite Judas. Okay. And Jesus Christ Superstar. Jesus um, Christ Superstar. All right. Well, for me, <laughs> it's like stop singing. Stop singing now. Uh, for me, I'll probably I I like the first episode of the Astronaut Wives Club. Uh, I think they you know they create some uh, you know some compelling characters, interesting situation. Although on the odd side, it's almost like like back in the day, but it it mainly played out with like little news clips and stories in Life magazine. Mm. These were like the first reality stars mm. yeah. type of type of thing and so that's that's kind of a, a interesting thing to to see uh, i think it fits well while i won't be watching mistresses or worky blue i think it makes for a nice solid night of uh yeah of mm-hmm. mainly female cast uh dramas and uh so i think at least abc is trying to keep with their you know Put things together on the night that really work together. These aren't pr- all produced by the same person, but they still look like they uh, they fit well. I haven't watched I haven't watched Aquarius. I you know I might, um, but I've seen the first of five Wayward Pines, and I'm interested to see like where that goes. Mm-hmm. It's definitely weird. Very weird. And 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 the way things the way things keep changing and happening over the. Over the course of the first half of the season, I'm interested to see uh, where that goes. So I'll continue to watch that. I've seen the first three episodes of Hannibal season three, and it's just as much as a mind screw as the previous <laughs> seasons have been. Uh, but it's so I, – I shouldn't have watched when I was kind of tired. This is not the type of show that you should watch if because you, you do need to be sort of paying attention to – uh, what's going on a little more than probably I was, but uh, just the way they put the show together with the cinematography and the, the way it's edited and the story is not always straightforward. And, and then the music, it just, it's, it's haunting. <laughs> they just do such a, a good job with it. I'll check out sex, drugs and rock and roll because I check out all of FX's comedies and very rarely like any of them. Uh, but <laughs> we'll see what happens there. Dominion and Graceland are both in the spot that if I get caught up, I'll watch second seasons. Uh, I'm not nearly, I'm only like the last two or three episodes behind on Dominion. So that's a much easier catch up than Graceland where I'm only like two or three episodes into the last season. Uh, but complications. I really like complications. Uh, watch the first, which is basically, it'll be a two hour premiere, but it, you know, the way that the story plays out over the first episode is very interesting. Jason Amara is really good. He's the best. I love that guy. But at the end of the first episode, I was still like, well, that's that was good. But what is week to week going to be? Like, what's the mm-hmm. ongoing? And so watch the next two episodes. And basically the way <laughs> the way I put it is that uh, each episode it's it's highly serialized. Each episode basically picks up almost immediately after where the last one ended. That's what I liked about season one of Alias. Or within, you know, mm. or, or within you know an hour or you know a few minutes or something like that. 
Uh, it's you know it's not much time has has passed between so uh, you know three episodes in I think it's really only been like a you know a handful of days. It does jump back in time a little bit to show you some of the things that have led up to what you're seeing now, and but it also is basically a new problem arises from the solving of the previous problem, and so basically each episode is is tackling a new complication that arose out of fixing the last complication, uh, which all arise from him helping a shooting victim out from a drive-by shooting and all the events that tail out of that. Uh, and I, I really liked it. I, th- I think it, uh, but it almost really the way that it seems structured from the first few episodes. I mean, the first episode leaves you with, okay, but after you've watched the next couple, it really seems highly bingeable. Like it would mm-hmm. be a very bingeable show that to watch all ten episodes in like quick succession. But but yeah, definitely uh, that would definitely end up on the recommendation list uh, for new stuff uh, coming uh, this summer for me. All right. And then uh, we'll move on to Fridays. ABC will have Shark Tank reruns followed by a new season of Primetime. What Would You Do? that started up on the 29th of May. Uh, CBS will have Undercover Boss reruns, Hawaii Five O, and Blue Blood reruns. Uh, the CW, which presently has Whose Line and Barber Battle, I believe, as of and July. And The Messengers is still on. Yeah, and The Messengers. As of July, we'll have Masters of Illusion and followed by Whose Line reruns as of July 10th. Fox will have be rerunning stuff. NBC will have encores of America's Got Talent and then Dateline NBC. And then over on the cable side of things, Cinemax will have uh, the final season of Strike Back. When did that start? July 31st. Uh, Netflix will have new show Sense8 starting up on July 5th. Or not July 5th, June 5th. That's on the Wachowskis. That is correct. Yeah, it looks good. The next season of Orange is the New Black uh, returns on the 12th. A new season of BoJack Horseman returns on July 17th. And new show, uh, Wet Hot American Summer, first day First day of camp. I'm so excited. Starts up on July 31st. And then OWN. Oh, that starts on the 17th. Did they change the date? According to the Netflix website, I thought it was the 31st, but. Anyway. Anyway, it's coming in July. Uh, Own has uh, Love Thy Neighbor returning as of June 26th. And then Sci-Fi will have uh, Defiance starting up on June 12th. It'll return. And then it'll be followed by new show Killjoys as of June 19th. And then Dark Matter also will new show starts up on June 12th. So you'll have a, a three-hour block of Sci-Fi on Sci-Fi Channel. And... uh how about any of those? Anything? Uh... Well, I'm really looking forward to a Fox drama rerun. I mean, I hear that they changed yeah. showrunners this year. Yes. And they're going to be able to come back from a uh, you know good, a good cliffhanger. Except that it, it seems just like something I've already seen before. Totally. It does. I mean, it does seem a little familiar. Yeah. Totally predictable. I will be watching. Most of it's going to be on Netflix. But I'm very excited <laughs> about Killjoys because I really liked it. But for me, it's Orange is the New Black. And Wet Hot American Summer, colon, first day of camp, because 
God, I love that movie so freaking much. And I they got basically everybody back. They shot like 13 episodes in a, in a week or so. I am so excited. You have no idea. It was one of my favorite movies. It's going to be one of my favorite shows. Guarantee it. I guess I got to check that movie out sometime. You've never, never seen, seen it. Wet Hot American Summer? <laughs> never no. seen it. I didn't even recall even having heard of it before nope. until oh they announced this show. Oh, my God. OMG. Ken Marino, Michael Showalter, David Wayne, Michael Ian Black, Bradley Cooper, Amy Poehler, Janine Garofalo, David Hyde Pierce, Chris Maloney, 80 Miles. Oh, my God. Yeah, when uh, I went and Marjorie looked it up Rowe. to see like who was in it, I was like surprised I'd never heard of Joe it before. Joe Latrulia but... was in it. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's my favorite, one of my favorite movies ever made. I mean, it's absurd. Oh, Paul Rudd. It's absurd, but it's amazing. And everybody needs to watch it. I can't wait for Strike Back. No, uh, I don't care about Strike Back. Yeah, well, you know, nobody asked you. Wait, Molly Shannon? a second ago, right where they did. Um, <laughs> but I mean, it's 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 great to see that the that those two guys are going to get a a great launch point for their two NBC shows. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> one of which looks really good, and the other which um, I'll watch. Which one do you think looks really good? Blind Spot. I really enjoyed Blind Spot. Um, I love the, Sully so so much. Yeah, he's uh, I, he's a trip. I, I'm I'm glad I'm looking forward to sci-fi because I, I love Defiance. Uh, I've liked that show from kind of minute one. Killjoys looks good. Dark Matter less so, but I'm still you know I'm a, I'm a science fiction guy by heart. There's a show they left off their summer schedule called The Expanse that I was really disappointed to see didn't make it to summer, and I guess that it's being held back for the fall. Um, but other than that, yeah, and the and the Netflix stuff, I'm I'm excited to finally see. I feel like I've skipped the last couple of big Netflix series, other than Daredevil. Um, so I'm excited to see Sense8. I'm excited to see Orange Is the New Black. And um, even though I've not seen the movie, I am excited to see Wet Hot American Summer just because of the raves that that everybody that the excitement that's been around it. So good times. Yeah, for me, definitely Strike Back. Uh, I've I've always enjoyed that show. They they create some of the best like action sequences and you know battle scenes uh on tv and so always always like that one very interested to check out sense eight although i'm going to be in austin for atx (laughs) when it comes out so won't be watching it the first weekend you could get netflix anywhere (laughs) yeah you could it it follows you everywhere you go i know (laughs) but i'm following amory's lead and i'm going to be i'm going to be uh Stuffing your face with barbecue. You're going to be eating froyo and getting drunk. That's my lead. <laughs> well, this wait, no, past he said, week it was eating. He said ATX. He didn't drunk. say San Diego. Yeah, I oh, said, right, right, right. Drunk on queso and uh, <laughs> and stuffing my face with barbecue. That's the Jason that's the plan. Story. That's drunk right. on queso, the Jason Griffin story. <laughs> yeah, that's right. But anyway, but Amory digressed me. Uh, yeah. <laughs> So we'll at some point check out Sense8. Probably we'll check out Wet Hot American Summer. You have to watch the movie. I have to first. go out and watch the movie so I can. The TV show, I guarantee you will make 100% zero sense <laughs> if you don't watch the movie. You mean you it's not going to be like Vacation, where it doesn't matter if you, if you liked the vacation last time? No. Uh, this vacation will totally stand on its own? No. <laughs> no. All right. So, but for me, it's it's uh, sci-fi. Uh, we'll probably continue to watch Defiance, although much like Dominion, I'm a handful of episodes behind on the last season. 
Ooh, crazy stuff goes down in the last episode. Uh, and we'll check out. I uh, haven't seen Dark Matter yet, but we'll check that out. I mean, it's potentially interesting. A bunch of people wake up <laughs> on a spaceship and have no memory of where how they got there. Uh, could be interesting. Uh, but uh, for me, it's Killjoys. Yeah. It is awesome. I love it. I, I love, love Luke McFarlane. I was not sure I was going to like him, but I really do. I love Killjoys. Uh, I loved it, you know, I, from the first episode, and it only builds. You know, great action. It's got that little bit lighter comedy, while it, but not being a light show. It's definitely got some heavier storylines for backstories of some of these characters, but uh, it it still has that action comedy thing to it and that's that's my wheelhouse is is action comedy and if it's an action comedy where they're flying around in spaceships and going to you know uh weird places and using whatever kind of weird tech or whatever they uh they have in this in this uh, planetary system uh it's it's all good and the lead uh the dutch character she Mm -hmm. is so good yeah she's awesome i mean she is fantastic is that in? Is that on NBC Universal site, or is that physical screeners? Uh, I have a physical screener, uh, but I I got physical screeners, but I can't remember if they're they might be. Yeah, I know I, yeah. I know I went and looked to see if Dark Matter was, and it's not. But I think it Killjoys might be. But yeah, it's it's definitely it's it's right up there for me. It's like Killjoys, Unreal complications like those are the three and sort of in that order of the new stuff coming of the new stuff coming this summer mm-hmm. uh, I, I i highly enjoyed it uh, my my description was if you uh if you if you combine zoe and river from firefly you get dutch yeah hmm. that's a good description and you know they're bounty hunters so there's sort of a a case of the week type of thing that they're bounty that they're tracking down but some of the stuff plays into bigger stories, and there's also I think the Dutch character has an interesting backstory uh, that 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 slowly is looks to be unfolding over the the course of of the series, and so there's there's a lot of bigger things in there too that of ongoing serialization. We'll say uh, that again. Ongoing serialization. It was sounded like ongoing, <laughs> like you. Yeah, had some trouble with that's those exactly words. What, uh, that's exactly what it has, Amory. Uh-huh. Nailed it. Nailed it. <laughs> but, uh, anyway. But yeah, I, I can't... I'm really looking forward to uh, seeing more of those, so I can't wait till July. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so yeah, but that starts up on the 19th. And right, we'll move on to uh, Saturdays, which is you know a lot of uh, nothing on, on the network side, and then over on the cable side. Uh, BBC America has... I think they're actually calling it a miniseries. Jonathan Strange and Mr. Norrell, starting up on June 13th. Uh, Hallmark Channel uh, has uh, uh, Wind Calls the Heart is playing right now. And then... That sounds like a made-up show. Cedar Cove will take up take that spot as of July 18th. Uh, Stars has Power starting uh, returning on June 6th. And then... It'll be replaced by a new show, Blunt Talk, followed by the return of Survivor's Remorse as of August 22nd. Patrick Stewart or Ian McKellen? Which one's in that? In Blunt Talk, not Survivor's Remorse. I think it's Patrick Stewart. Yeah. 
I don't know if I'll watch it, but he's in it. Um, I'm not watching any of that. Hell on Wheels. Did you say Hell on Wheels or did I interrupt you before you finished? Uh, no, I didn't say Hell on Wheels, but does that return sometime? July something? July 18th. July 18th. All right. So AMC has the return of Hell on Wheels. Which I'm not watching, so I don't know why I cared. But <laughs> I just knew that I added it to my calendar today, so it was fresh in mind. I don't think I'm watching anything on Saturday nights. I'll give I'll give um, the Strange and Norrell show a shot, but that's it. Yeah, I don't that's do it. much on Saturdays. I don't watch TV on Saturdays much. I'm so far behind on Orphan Black. It's insane. Yeah, I'll probably yeah, I'll probably take out Strange and Norrell, and I'm sure I'll watch at least the first episode of Blunt Talk. Uh, Sur- Survivor's Remorse was all right, but I just never yeah. uh, continued on with it. In a time of so much TV, sometimes even a good show just doesn't make the cut anymore. It's true. <laughs> it's true. And, you know, sometimes there's shows that are good, and for whatever reason, they just don't jive with what you're mm-hmm. into at the moment. Like, that's not, you know, say, you know, for whatever reason, you're just like, you're really into comedies right now or something like that. So it doesn't matter how good a drama is. It's not, probably not going to interest you. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, but that's, uh, that's the summer preview. That's the summer preview. I think we went over, we, I think we hit on most everything that's uh, coming back and the, the new <laughs> stuff. And, uh, yes, but yeah, what, uh, as always let us know what, what shows you're interested in. You're, you know, you're most looking forward to, you can always, uh, leave a comment in the show notes or hit us up at uh, feedback at tvtimes3.com. Spell it all out. All right. Prime time. It's not a very yes. good prime time. We're going to start with Ivy's favorite show, Young and Hungry. Yeah. Two, episode 10, Young and Part 2. They have the dumbest names. Young and Part 2, spring finale. I'm so sick of ABC Family Show's Ending on a cliffhanger, surrounding a relationship in a will-they-won't-they situation that you know they're going to finally end up together. It's just BS that we have to wait through another hiatus where we're like, is this going to be Gabby and what's-his-name's time? Because you know (laughs) she's going to either come back with a French boyfriend or he's going to have a new girlfriend. You know that's going to happen. I mean, even I know that's going to (laughs) happen. Yeah. (laughs) Well, based on how things have happened before, if she comes back and... He has a girlfriend. That would definitely be a problem. But I could see the the other definitely happening, especially if somehow he doesn't like ever return the message or or, right, or right. take his millions of dollars and get on a plane and fly right. over there to visit her. If he right. can't get, I, I like the show. It's it, you know it's a fun little show, kind of like Baby Daddy and stuff like that. I mean, it's, the last it's so one far below Baby Daddy. The last but. one had this, but the last one had the same stupid thing. Where she was going to China, and so her phone didn't yeah. work in China, so she never checked any messages or anything, uh, like like you can't hook it up to Wi-Fi or something at right. some point somewhere right. and and exactly. get to, and get to things, or, exactly. or even or or communicate somehow uh, with with people, but just because your phone doesn't work, you don't talk to anybody really for three months, uh, and then. You're, I think she was only going for three weeks. What, I think it was longer, but uh, however long it, it certainly was. certainly was three months. Well, it was it was a month maybe or something. It was some but, convoluted uh, BS that ABC It was, it was just dumb, and so they, they replayed that again by having her leave him a message. Uh, but, you know, he's obviously going to get it, right? I mean – Right. But I, I don't know. That all stupid. I find the hijinks within the show funny. 
Yeah. And I think she's super adorable. She totally. Uh, is. And so it's it's fun to, you know, it's just like mindless fun to watch. But what I really have to say is that, okay, you guys know I support my cousin Joey Lawrence very much. But what I have, Melissa and Joey has done so much better by its relationships than other ABC family shows in that they let Melissa and Joey get together. They let them get married. They keep them married. They are finding stories out of having them together. They need to just get Wait, there's stories find... after couples get together that can exactly. be told? That's ridiculous, so Amory. So annoying. And p- people need to realize that this happens. And they just need to get them together or break them up completely. Stop with this will they, won't they? I'm sick of it. Well, the thing that's annoying about the show, while I like it, is that they got to the potentially putting them together like so quickly. Yeah. That now, now they're just jerking your chain every time exactly. they, they do it. And, you know, it's just like, yeah, get over yourself already. It's kind of, kind of like a baby daddy, you know, and like, oh my who, God, who I... should Riley choose or whatever? And I go, I don't care. I just want to see whatever she chooses stick for more than three episodes. She should choose. What's his name? <laughs> that's, Who's that's the it. tall one? Danny? Yeah. She should obviously choose Danny. But yeah, I just, what, whatever she chooses at any point. Yeah. Uh, from now on, it's, just, it's like, as long as it lasts for more than three episodes, I'd be happy. Right. It won't, but right. But yeah, similar stuff here, but but yeah, the getting a a thing and having I just to really rush had to off to about that. having to rush off to Switzerland for a, a cooking thing, oh, whatever. So yes. So yeah, that's 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 young and hungry. Mostly put it on just because you know it's the only thing that Amory is caught up on. Yes. Uh, and I just really wanted to talk. I really just wanted to complain about the fact that there's another cliffhanger with the stupid relationship. But I really wanted to have it on the list so that we could transition from it to Game of Thrones. Yes, and now. <laughs> <laughs> from Young and Hungry to Game of Thrones, season five, episode eight, Hard Home. Well, I'm just I'm just happy that in the grand scheme of things, we didn't have to talk about that episode of Outlander because I don't I don't think I've got the vocabulary <laughs> to do it. But man, it's like I forgot how good this show could be. I mean, there's been a lot of there's been a lot of pushback on Game of Thrones this season, or a lot of kind of ma- negative buzz in general about some of the decisions that they're making. Um, but there's been a lot of people that kept talking about how it's just not as good, and I've not really believed that because I'm just so engrossed in the story. Um, but this was the reminder that it was like, oh yeah, when this show is good, it is really good, and like every storyline that they touched on, every scene. Uh, maybe with 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 few exceptions, was just outstanding and well crafted and well paced and well directed. I had I had little um, I had little faith going into that final battle at Hardhome that that it was going to be as good as what we saw at the Wall last year, just because of the um, because I recognized the director of that episode and I didn't recognize the director of this episode. Uh, but man, it was really, really good and really intense and incredibly well written. So, I I could not I I'm not able to say enough good things about this episode. So I will shut up and let you talk. Yeah, it was it was very good, but it also is the type of episode that they always seem to have somewhere around here. Mm-hmm. You know, towards the end of the season, a, a season of Game of Thrones is a lot of buildup, and they usually give you some pretty good payoff by the you know by the end of a season but the payoff doesn't work without the buildup 
That's true. You know, and so so at some points, you know, you can go, God, I wish uh, they, you know, so and so and so and so would get together again. But how awesome was it to have there was the conversations between, you know, Daenerys and Tyrion. Mm-hmm. And if those were in like episode two, because all of a sudden they had traveled and they were there, it wouldn't have had anywhere near the impact uh, that it had, you know, with the uh, advice that she he gives for for Jorah and that you know the conversation and how they uh, the the connections that they have of you know from their family history, mm-hmm. uh, it was all it all paid off in a really good you know, interesting conversation that you can't, you know, that you're looking forward to seeing more of him advising her, you know, going forward. But yeah, the, some of the, some of the other stuff, like, you know, this, this whole, this whole battle with the White Walkers showing up, this has been like, you know, four seasons of build up with just showing you glimpses of them here and there and having Sam have an interaction with one that he, you know, ends up killing one. You know, and then here you get like a full on attack. At first, you weren't sure like what's going on though. Like, you just you just like you just see like snow in the distance, like coming like an avalanche. You're not sure like what's going on, uh, and then when you realize that oh, it's <laughs> what's what's going on, and that the, there's a bunch of uh, zombies on their way, and and then the battle breaks out and. The whole build up to finding out uh, how well Valerian steel works mm-hmm. uh, compared to how you see everybody else's sword work—that was a great moment. And then all the way to you know the battle and all the people that they lost, uh, and then as they're as they're going, and you know the one sort of White Walker leader or whatever comes up and basically raises all of those people they just killed from the dead, and you see how their army grows like every time they they don't lose anybody in battle you know type of thing for the most part i mean there were a a couple you know that got you know actually taken out here Mm -hmm. but for the most part in a battle with the white walkers they just grow in numbers and it was it was quite the it was quite the ending yeah, that that moment where I think that character is called the Knight's King, where he's just standing there staring at John and John staring back, and he just without like without looking away or doing anything, he lifts his arms up, and all of those those oh they come back to life, just oh oh as the silence as as John just rose away, and it's just and they don't cut to like crazy music. It's just oh, it's so well crafted. Yeah, they faded to black and quiet because sometimes they fade to sometimes they fade out to like. Music that you go, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> Just to bring you out of the moment. Like, like this this music doesn't even fit with the style of show that we're watching. Like what am I listening to here all of a sudden? Just and there's other little things and I and I I, I I can't take credit for catching this because they were talking about it on Game of Owns, the Game of Owns podcast this this afternoon. But the the storyline with the um with the female um the female wildling, I think her name was Carsey, who Incidentally, and I had to look to Twitter to tell me who it was, but it was the female um, DSM character from uh, Pitch Perfect 2. Uh, but just just how they're able to craft a story 
through her, through the battle. It's a character we we just met in this first episode, and like all of a sudden, it's like, oh, she's saving her kids now. She's going back to fight, and she's fighting the good fight, and you know, she ends up not wanting to kill kid the the kid White Walkers or the kid Waits, and it's just they they were able to craft a story out of just a couple of glimpses without any words, and and there was a. There was a narrative, a small little narrative built into this battle that that wasn't part of anything critical, and it was really just kind of in the background or in side scenes as as the battle was going on, and it was it was just so well so well done and so impactful. You cared, you know, when she ended up deciding not to fight because you you cared about the character, and the fact that they were able to do that in one episode was pretty impressive. But even even beyond just what happened at Hardhome, um, you know, the scenes with with Arya. Uh, exploring the world of of bravos of bravos um as cat in the canal or whatever they changed the character's name to um both of those scenes with danny and, and Tyrion, um like you said were really good that second one when when she takes the glass of wine out of his hand and says <laughs> maybe you need to calm down a little people are like we've been trying to, to stop for a while i need you not to be slurring your words when you do uh, type of thing that was pretty good uh, but just just universally good. Every scene was was great. I mean, uh, I'm a little I'm a little curious what's going on in Dorne. I'm not really excited for that episode. I, I love the interplay between Bronn and the and the Sandsakes last week, just because it was this is a character that we like and we thought he was going thought he might be in danger. And but but I don't know what's going on down there. Um, I, I kind of I know where Cersei's story's going, Cersei's story's going, and I just I, I can't wait to get there. I don't really care about it in the interim, um, but no, it's just outstanding, top to bottom. I can't stop talking about it. Yeah, it it, it really was a, a great episode of TV, but like I said, if you just watched it by itself, you know, like you couldn't just come in and and cherry pick, you know, these great episodes uh, yeah. from the show. They're great in the context of what's come before mm-hmm. and, you know, the the, the buildup that comes and everything about it was really good. And you've, you've not read the books, right? No, I haven't read the books. See, because they even took time to – I mean if you – if you're a book – like I've read the books and so I know how some of the storylines are probably where we're going to end at the end of the season. Um, and they still took time amongst this big, huge episode to do a little foreshadowing, to to be one of those things like after you see the finale, you're going to go back and watch a couple of scenes and go, oh, man, they were talking about that without even realizing they were talking about that. And they just – they did – and I can't point to them because it'd be it'd be telling. But there's just a couple of small conversations here and there that, that are hugely foreshadow some things that are going to happen in the last episode that – Oh, it's just so, just so like everything about this episode was great. I can't, I can't stop talking about it, man. I need to rewatch it. And that's yeah. the first thing I'm going to do when we're off the air today. The first thing I'm going to do is cook my steak. Steak is Well, you good. should do that. Uh, so that's prime time. Yeah. Well, prime time. I just want to say uh-huh. one more thing. My favorite thing that I saw of all the people posting pictures and creating stuff out of Game of Thrones last night was the one with the white walker king with his arms raised and it just said on the side of the picture come at me crow oh that's great <laughs> like the minute you started to describe the picture i was like it's gonna say come at me bro isn't it and it's gonna be great but come at me crow is even better <laughs> yes <laughs> i thought that was whoever whoever i can't remember who it was i i wish i could remember who i saw that on twitter but uh that that was my favorite of of all of that that was uh furiously 
flowing through my Twitter timeline last night. Yes. And with that's that, Game of Thrones. Yeah, with that, some uh, come on, Allery, Amory, check Allery. What, did I, what the hell am I talking about? Oh my about? god, you are having a I am, terrible night. I've been trying to uh, change my normal schedule over, so I've been getting up earlier and earlier, and it's, it's not working. Uh, but anyways, how about giving us a little reality check? <laughs> I could definitely yes. use one. Reality check. I just want to comment on Survivor. I'm very happy with the winner just because I feel like he played the best game. Whether any of them were actually likable at the end is up for debate, but I'm glad Mike won. And then I'm very glad with who ended up in the new season because I wanted Kelly Wigglesworth to get to play again. I wanted Spencer. I wanted Wu. I wanted Joe with the beautiful hair. Like I, Everybody that I think that I voted for pretty much made it. So I'm happy about that. That's all I have to say about Survivor. I'm interested to see what happens when it premieres in September. Now, MasterChef, I'm just, I like it. I prefer Junior to regular. I don't think I like the new judge. I think she's trying too hard. Whereas Graham always tries too hard. She's not trying harder than Graham tries. And it just seems unrealistic or disingenuine, dis... I'm making up words. I'm so flustered by it. It just doesn't feel genuine. And I think that she needs to settle. Now, I realize that we're only two episodes into her first season, but she needs to settle down. And that's my reality. I'm just glad that I'm not the only one that can't talk on this episode. Yeah, well, (laughs) yes. And now it's time for TV recommendations. Where previously I didn't have one, I do have one because you guys are talking about Entourage. And it made me think, Wendy Molyneux, who creates, created Bob's Burger, she's a showrunner with her sister Lizzie, hates Entourage with the fire of like a million suns. Like, Entourage is her, I don't know, whatever I hate more than anything in the world. Dear, you know. And she said to her husband, Jeff, one day, hey, I, you couldn't pay me $10,000 to see Entourage, the movie, which comes out this week. Well... She took that one step further and she made a GoFundMe that if people funded her nice. to $10,000, she would go see Entourage's the Entourage movie and all the proceeds are going to go to Cure Search for children's cancer. Well, she's at 24600 right now. <laughs> nice. Good for her. Uh, and she, Megan Mullally has, has like donated like eight times because she wants this woman to have to go see it. So Wendy has to go see it twice effect. Like when she hit 20,000, she said she would see it twice. She says if she hits 30,000, she'll see the movie four times. So she's at 24. Now when this podcast comes out, it's probably the last day for like final votes or final donations. But uh, my recommendation is that you check out even some of the comments, like so many people, like Tuck, Tuck Watkins is one I remember seeing that he posted. Uh, Jeff Alexander, who used to be who M. Giant from Television Without Pity. Megan Mullally, like I said, a hundred times. Jerry Ferrara, Turtle on Entourage, pledged at the Turtle level. And was nice. like, this is like he, he was totally into it. And then his brother was the first, like, was the last 500 that put her to her funded 10,000. So it's just really funny that it's like bringing people together and, you know, like it's funny to see like stars are, are like donating and like repeat donations because they want people like Eric Stone Street did a hundred, like $1,500. Like they really, it's going to a good cause and it's forced. And Wendy's going to like some of her levels are like, she's going to write a handwritten review and that goes to people that donated. Like it's just so funny. And now she's getting, it's like taken on such a bigger 
like thing than she ever expected it would, and it's hysterical. So my suggestion is to go find that and read about it. Well, we'll have a we'll have a link to that. Oh, it's GoFundMe.com/slash Ari Gold. <laughs> Her funding is called Ari Gold, which I think is hysterical. Like I said, we'll have a link to that in the uh, in the show notes. And my pick, I'm basically, as I said last week, uh, until Killjoy starts, I'm going to keep <laughs> recommending that on the on the podcast. Uh, la- last week, one guest recommended Unreal, and the other one recommended Killjoys, and I seconded both of them. So I'm basically just reiterating my picks from last week. Uh, Watch Unreal, which will have started a couple days before you can first hear this episode, <laughs> and uh, Killjoys. That's still a, a couple weeks out, uh, but yeah, those are those are my recommendations. How about you, Ivy? Uh, when I'm not recommending beer on this show, I always tend to to go back because I always end up coming on in the summer, and those I always point to shows I'm binging on Netflix. A couple of weeks ago, I asked for suggestions for all right. I need something like what's that show that I'm going to turn on when I'm crashing out to sleep or I'm I'm zoning out. And I wanted to do something different, uh, and I ended up landing on Flashpoint after a lot of really good examples or, or suggestions. That's a good show. I landed on on Flashpoint, and it's one of my it's one of my all time favorite cop shows. Um, it, 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 I think it lasted in Canada a couple of years or a couple of seasons longer. Maybe there was certain episodes that made it that, that didn't ever air, air in the States. But it ended up airing I mean, down here on Ion. To, oh, that's right. That's right. The, the final out. season on Ion. Yeah. I mean, but just an incredible cast, Amy Jo Johnson, uh, Hugh Dillon, uh, Enrico Colantoni and just like top to bottom. I mean, and every, everyone that's, that's been in a, in a show that's filmed in Canada has guest starred at somewhere yes. along the way. I mean, you're watching the, I, I the, one of the reasons that I, I got that I got prompted to watch again was somebody mentioned that Tatiana Maslany who did an, a, a season one episode. And that was like, all right, you know what? I'm in, I'm just going to uh, just jump right in again. So uh, it's on Netflix. It's a couple of, I think it's 75 season, 75 episodes all in. It's 75, <laughs> 75 seasons. seasons. 71 episodes. Seasons. <laughs> it's Star great. Now. Just, it's wonderful. You know, you'll finish it sometime when you're 80, it, <laughs> but, you'll, but it, it's totes worth it. But if you don't start now, you'll never get there. Uh, yeah. So. No, but that's, but no, if that's you, a that's It's a, good it's a one. great show of the week. I mean, case of the week kind of kind of show. It's It jumps in. It, it, it follows a basically a SWAT team as they kind of deal with all of the different things that they deal with um, from a negotiate, you know, a, a hostage negotiation standpoint and tactical standpoint. It's just it's just very well done got a great cast uh, the two things i liked about it is that it was a cop show that was actually set in toronto not set someplace else with toronto trying to play mm-hmm. another city mm-hmm. uh, it just which is perfectly fine a cop show can take place anywhere and still be interesting that and then also i like that it didn't come at it from hey we're just like a bunch of gun-toting cowboys out shooting and solving problems type of thing they really let it sink in what these characters had to go through and what the emotions they have to go through with the events that they're getting themselves into on a daily basis mm-hmm. you know with these situations that the hostage situations and bomb scares and you know all these types of things and you know it took it more seriously not that there wasn't any ever you know any funny lines or anything that never happened or something but uh, I, I like that about it too that it was you know the the last couple minutes of an episode really give you like you can really feel the weight of like what they had to go through that day mm-hmm. and i i always thought that that was a a good way to go about this type of show and one of the reasons i i liked it so much 
Yeah, just outstanding kind of from top to bottom. Never, I mean, it never really had a bad episode. It was a solid, you know, solid delivery week after week after week. Nice. Those are our recommendations. You can you find should totes watch. Sorry. <laughs> you should totes watch those things. That's all I was going to say. You can find links to more info about our recommendations and the news story we talked about, as well as where <laughs> to find Ivy online in the show notes at tvtimes3.com slash 277. Next week, Jason will be joined by Kyle and Emma Loggins from fanbolt.com to talk about the ATX Television Festival Season 4. See, I put it that way, and now it just sounds like Kyle is also from Fanbolt. Well, Kyle. <laughs> no, we know who Kyle is. Wait, um, Kyle the who? At, the opening and closing music is provided. I'm getting through this. The opening and closing <laughs> music is well. provided by IODA PromoNet. The song is TV Party by the Asylum Street Spankers from their Mercurial title. Put out by Yellow Dog Records. But yeah, I just wanted to say that I will be at ATX this coming. Did you? you know, did you want to weekend. mention that a hundred yes. times? I want to mention it, but also you know, hey, like you're going to ATX. Kyle and, and Emma are, are are going to be there. But the main reason I mentioned it is because I want to know if you're going to be there. And so if you're going to be there and you're listening to this, you know, hit me up on Twitter or something like that, so I maybe get a chance to say hi while we're down there. So. That's why I wanted to mention it, not just to, right. not just to say that I'm. Yes, I'm going to be at ATX, but no, I want to. If anybody listening is going to be there, I want to be able to say hi. Meet. Uh, it's always fun we to built meet this city. Meet I don't know why that's in my face. head. But Starship just popped into my head. We built this city. I don't know why talking about Austin. That's what popped into your head, but I love Starship. Okay, I really need to eat because it's eight p.m. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll let you go and eat and uh, have fun. I'm, I'm actually uh, uh, quite hungry myself, even though it's only five. Well, five is like normal time. Um. Okay. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Thanks for joining us. Bye, guys. Us. Thanks for having me. Bye. Bye. We sit glued to the TV set all night and every night. Why go into the outside world at all? It's such a fright. We got nothing better to do. Watch TV and have a couple of brews. I'm ready when you are. All right. Amory, say something. Hello. And Ivy, say something. Goodbye. <laughs> All right. Shortest podcast ever. Thanks for joining us. Bye. <laughs> um, I'm ready. I'm going. Are we recording? Did it work? It is working, so we are uh, we are good to go. Um, I had some Cheetos this afternoon, and I used my chopsticks to eat them, and I just noticed that I left my chopsticks on my table. I don't eat Cheetos with my fingers, people. I use chopsticks. And uh, you're the one that said you were ready to go. And I'm the one who said <laughs> I was ready, like a million times. Hello, and welcome to TV Times. And my laundry, I'm doing laundry, and I just keep hearing this, like, basically, my laundry, my, my washing machine is, it sounds like it explodes every time something stops, and I'm, just, I'm concerned. But I'm not going to do anything about it. Well, we'll know what it was if you we'll disappear off the podcast if I disappear, at any point. Because... Uh, anyway.